0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Garfield Bowen. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing Good Neighbor Susan Murphy with Hibiscus Children's Center. How are you doing today, Susan? I'm doing
1: great. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. We're excited to have you on this show and to learn all about you and your business. Okay. Uh, t- tell us a little bit of, about your organization.
1: Okay. So I uh, work for Hibiscus Children's Center. We are <clears throat> located, uh, we have several locations, actually. We have a residential treatment program in Vero Beach, uh, we, which is a group home, well, and it's several houses. We also have a emergency shelter and that is located in Jensen Beach. So we serve children anywhere from zero to up to 18 years old. And so I'll just talk about the residential programming first. Um, I am the director of residential clinical services. So I'm the clinical director for our therapeutic programs that we offer at the village, which is in Vero. And that serves children from 12 up to 18 years old. And that's more, you know, it can, they can stay there for a very long time. We've had kids that have aged out there maybe three or four years and the population, it's all foster kids. So it's, it's kids that have might've been removed from the home, but they're all in DCF custody so they look for placement and and were uh, contracted to you know take children in that are in the foster care system. The same goes for the emergency shelter in Jensen, and that is where we serve kids anywhere from zero to twelve years old. And that's more of a temporary because it's a shelter, but we, we do have kids that stay, you know, maybe up to six months or so, and we take sibling sets. Um, right now we have a lot of younger children you know five and under and um, actually we have, and we have, might have we have some kids that go all the way up to the age of um, 16 that are part of you know sisters and brothers that are placed there um, we also have um, our mental health outpatient programming which we serve the four counties on the treasure coast and we provide outpatient, uh, individual therapy, um, we have master's level clinicians that work in the schools. Um, we also have a specialized a sexual abuse treatment program and we are certified with the state of Florida with the Department of Health and we are actually the only agency on the Treasure coast that is is uh, has a contract with the Department of Health. So we provide, Um, sexual abuse therapy for uh, kids in the community. It can be kids that are in foster care that have, um, you know, been sexually abused. And there's a specific program that goes along with that to help them process through the trauma. So, and then, you know, with the outpatient therapy, we see kids that might have, you know, attention deficit disorder or oppositional defiance, so you know behavior problems. Um, so we have clinicians that will go into the schools or in the homes and do family therapy and individual. So that's kind of a little uh, brief snapshot. Um, in the residential programming, we provide um, therapeutic services as well.
0: What? Well, what? We pause. Pause for a second, there, Susan. Sure. I mean, we I'm all, talking a lot. We all, we all love our children. And um, how can our listeners help? I mean, do you need like donation, or do you okay. um, do you want the residents to provide um, volunteer services? Uh, what? What? What's, what's
1: Absolutely, need? and that's a great question. Um, so we do have um, volunteers that come in at, and will actually um, spend time with the kids. We have, you know, you have to go through. Um, you know, background checks, etc. But we do have volunteers that work with the kids here at the shelter and up at the village. We have people that do tutoring after school. We have, um, you know, volunteers that will help uh, with Christmas gifts, um, and they will come and help, you know, with outings with the kids. So yes, volunteers are so important to our organization. Absolutely.
0: Um, now, now, now you, you you know, everyone has a heart for kids. I think it's like a natural instinct that we're born to, you know, have extra additional feelings to mm-hmm. really, you know, but uh, uh, the foster kids. Um, tell us a little bit what, what your journey, what brought you here into this position?
1: Well, for for me, I'm um, for me personally, I am actually you know, I, my husband, I moved down here from Illinois in 2005 and I was already, you know, i worked uh, doing therapy. I've worked, you know, been a program director for foster care case management. So when we moved down here, I kind of transferred and um, initially was on the foster care case management side of it, where they have the dependency case managers that go to court. And then I moved back into clinical. So I've been with Hibiscus for I think, 12 years. And it's just really fantastic to be able to provide services, therapeutic services to children that have been traumatized. You know, they come with either being physically abused, uh, emotional abuse, neglect, and abandonment. Um, and so it's it's such a uh, wonderful thing to help these kids process through. So then when they go to an adoption or they go back home, that they're able to, you know, work, deal with their emotions better. And, you know, through family therapy, we try to help uh, families, you know, come back together and stay together.
0: What What are some of the myths and misconceptions in the uh, industry?
1: Well, I think the misconception, especially with hibiscus, is that all they People know as oh, it's Hibiscus House, and that originally, when Yvonne Tilton uh, started, you know, the programming for the for the village and the shelter, it was called um, the Hibiscus House, and they didn't. People don't realize that we have a whole, you know, mental health program through four counties. So we have therapists that are out in Okeechobee. St. You know, all of St. Lucie County, Indian River, Martin, and um, we we serve everyone. You know, we we do a lot of of good work in the community. So that would be, I would say, is like a lot of people don't know because sometimes people say, "Well, what is hibiscus?" Well, you know, we we're, we're made up of a lot of different programs. Plus, we have um, we have a safe care program. We have a program that helps. Um, you know, families with electricity, with rent. Um, we have, you know, a lot of grant programs. So lots of different services in addition to um, our therapeutic services.
0: Yeah, Susan, um, we, we we all applaud your work with Hibiscus and, you know, working with kids. We all love kids and it's good that you're there to, your organization there to really support the kids. And you seem like you're a very dedicated and very hard worker, but our listeners would also like to know about you, Susan, personally, Um, outside of work. What do you like to do for fun?
1: Well, I play a lot of golf, actually. <laughs> that's <laughs> why we moved down here, you know, so we could play golf year round because Illinois, uh, you know, they have quite the winter. So that's pretty much um my go-to. And, you know, you spend time with family and um, cause you definitely need to have what we call a safe care plan. If you're, if you're working in the mental health field or any field where you're dealing with a lot of, you know, people that have trauma or are trauma survivors of, of, many different things, like even with the Salvation Army, anything, you really have to, you know, take care of yourself so you can be available to take care of the people you're serving. Right. So if you're not, if you don't have good mental health, how are you going to provide good services?
0: Is there like a famous a uh, 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 a golf cl- course that you like the most, or which? I
1: like the most. Well, there's several. Play a, a Lost Lake Champions. Um, my husband doesn't play anymore, but we used to play all over, uh, and I still play all over. I belong to um, the LPG Amateurs Golf Association, and I'm actually a chapter president. So we have that that is across the whole United States. So there's several chapters in Florida that we get together and have different tournaments and events. So it's really fun.
0: So Susan has a lot of skills. Watch out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but.
0: (laughs) Let's change gears a little bit. Life often throws us curveballs. I want you to talk about a hardship, life challenges, something that you rose above can now say that you're better and stronger um, for that. Um, What comes to mind?
1: You know, I oh, I don't know if I can think of anything right off the bat. Um I just think you know the hardship of you know actually moving out of state where I grew up. You're right; I grew up in Illinois. You know, I'm you're leaving your family. You're you're siblings, your parents, and it's just, it was a, a really tough uh, transition for me. It took me about a year to get adjusted to living in Florida, and, you know, now I love it, but at first, you know, I think for people that go through the challenges of moving, um, starting over, you know, you're starting a new career, anything like that, um, you really have to have a lot of support, you um, to make it through. So I had, you know, a lot of support from, you know, family, friends, and then you're making new friends like where you're going, but Florida's just, you know, really open arms down here and, um, all the mental health agencies are here are really great. And so I I guess that was kind of a challenge for me is just to get readjusted, but, you know, people go through that all the time when, through their lives, when they're making changes and, and, you know, because things don't stay the same, everything, life is ever changing. Right.
0: Yeah, transitions are tough. Now, uh, Susan, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Oh boy, make you a little little uncomfortable. Okay. Um, now, Hibiscus Children's Center, there's a lot for uh, Foster kids. You have many, many programs you say across for uh, counties. Um, what is the one thing that you want to wish listeners to take away? From this interview about our children, Hibiscus Children's Center?
1: Okay, well, the one thing I would say is that, you know, we are available to help you in the community. It's not, you know, we help many foster children, but our outpatient programming is available if you are having, you know, a rough time with your kids, you need some family therapy, or if your children are having a hard time. I mean, we have offer really fantastic clinical services. Um, and we also, the other thing I want to say is I want to highlight that we have um, the family of supporting children in crisis. Uh, that's the one that I was talking about that um, we have family advocates that, you know, we work with the family to help alleviate a crisis and keep children in the welfare system, So that's the one where they try to keep the kids in the home. They don't have any contact with DCF, which is Department of Children and Families. So that's where we would help with rent, electricity. Um, And we've served over 525 children and families. So that's a really great community program for people that need help.
0: Susan, we're out of time, but I'm sure our listeners want to hear more. How can they get more information on Hibiscus Children's Center?
1: Okay. Well, they can call. um, I'm going to give you the number here. Um, Our main number is 772-340-5750, 5750. And that's our main administration office. And that's where they can reach um, you know, families in crisis, or we have the safe care program. If they, you know, if it's community uh, or if they want to get their kids in therapy, um, and then they can also help link them to other, you know, I have several other other phone numbers, but that can help link them to other, <clears throat> uh, contacts or other, you know, or other offices in, in the other three, uh, counties.
0: Do you have a website?
1: We do. It is hibiscuschildrencenter.org. Well, and that Susan, Well, also...
0: oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to wrap. If you want to add something, now it's time to add it. <laughs> I was just saying,
1: every all the information, we have a lot of information on our, on our website. We also have a Facebook page. So, um, you know, lots of information for people. You know, if you want to get on, the, go online and look us up. Uh, We also post jobs, everything. So that's a really good way to um, get all your information as well.
0: Well, Susan, I really appreciate you having your show, and we wish you and your organization the best moving forward.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Port St. Lucie. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPPortStLucie.com. That's GNPPortStLucy.com or call 772-362-3840.